My name is Jonathan Blackwood. Welcome to my Tech Decisions Podcast. In today's episode, Adam Forciati steps in to interview Alan Braun, principal of Braun Consulting. Alan recently created an extensive report on trends and technologies involved in the ever-changing world of higher education, and Adam gets some more insight into what Alan discusses in the white paper. The two discuss the history of classroom technology, the debate that continues to rage on about technology in the classroom, and 17 emerging technology trends heading into 2019. Check this interview out if you are at all interested in classroom technology, and you can also download Alan Braun's white paper at www.mytechdecisions.com. Enjoy the interview. Before we get to the interview, a quick reminder that My Tech Decisions podcast is now available on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Make sure to subscribe in order to instantly download the latest interviews with expert AV integrators, IT providers, security installers, technology manufacturers, and commercial technology decision makers like yourself. If you like what you hear, you can leave a comment and rate the podcast as well. Search for My Tech Decisions podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Download and subscribe. Now let's get to the interview. Alan, you know, you, you just put this together, this awesome uh, slideshow about the importance uh, to integrators and their higher ed customers about understanding, you know, technology and where it can be used and really looking forward the trends to expect out of uh, technology in the classroom in, in the next few years. You know, why was it important for you to put that uh, put that presentation together and, and why did you... Um, Why'd you focus on it? Is there something that, you know, integrators and their customers should know uh, going forward? Well, it, it actually goes pretty deeply into the heart and soul of the commercial integration industry. Uh, and and, and uh, the, the uh, most recent article that, uh, that I've written for commercial integrators about the history of Pro-AV and the need for commercial integration and what support the commercial integrator uh, needs and the one that's coming out uh, uh, very shortly is going to be uh, selling the value of commercial integration. And ultimately, the value in commercial integration boils down to education, uh, education of our uh, education of our uh, employees, our, you know, our engineers, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, our salespeople, uh, th- this sort of thing. But then, then it boils down to uh, how we educate um, our clients, our customers, our end users. So the topic of education has been near and dear to me for a lot of years. And then I got to thinking about the global um, footprint that that we have today. Uh, When I was a kid, you know, I I was born in 1945 and and it was kind of a, you know, it was was not exactly the Wild West, Adam, but but it it was pretty parochial compared to what we are today. We were were very cloistered into, uh, you know, into our little uh, part of the world, but now it's a global environment. 
And then I think about, well, how do we prepare for that global environment? Well, we prepare for that global environment, that global interaction uh, by getting educated. So in our industry, we have to educate ourselves. We have to educate our employees. We have to then therefore carry that education to our end users in terms of value. But then we have to take a look at this even in a broader sense, in a, in a more uh, uh, macro sense, if you will, uh, in terms of what does education mean in in a broader sense, and so that really was the genesis. And then, as as you know, uh, you know, I've spent uh, the last thirty five years of my life uh, doing a lot of things, but about the only thing that I actually. Uh, feel in my heart and soul that I'm good at is is teaching. And so uh, even though I started out teaching speech and theater uh, at, at various universities back in the Midwest, I basically have been a teacher in the commercial integration community for 35 years. And so this is a very meaningful topic to me that we embrace education at all levels, whether it's the commercial integrator level, whether it's the end user level, or whether we're talking about uh, education in a broad sense and, and, and what that really means to us as a society and for our businesses and for our livelihoods. And so that frankly is the genesis of what, what, what brought this all to bear. Now, the importance of this information, something that you and I were just talking about, you know, you were running through some numbers that you just found. Uh, can you sort of work into that, the, the importance of uh, integrators being very much in touch with this information? Well, as, as, as you and I were speaking before the podcast, uh, the, 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 the one thing that, that, that really impresses me, people will come up and they'll, they'll, they tend to say some nice things. Uh, uh, maybe it's happy talk, but, but I, I choose to believe that they're respectful of, of maybe a class I taught or something. And, and I'll say to them, you know, I'm not really impressed with what I know, but I'm extraordinarily impressed with what I don't know. And what makes a teacher a teacher is somebody who finds out something they didn't know and they're anxious to share it. So that's where uh, I was. Uh, that's that's where I was kind of waxing nostalgic with you this morning. Uh, so I got up really early uh, and and I started looking at some things and I thought, well, I wonder from an educational point of view, I wonder exactly where. Uh, we fit where the United States fits in terms of our ranking uh, of, of educational systems and programs throughout the world. So the latest data, so uh, thank God for Google, right? Uh, the latest data, the top 40 educational systems in the world, when you take into consideration um, the educational system overall, the way they learn, and then reading, math, and science. I, I found this fascinating. So the, the top four, five, or six are South Korea, Japan, Singapore, Hong Kong, Finland, the United Kingdom, and Canada, would just to name a few. And and as as I asked you, I said, I said to you earlier, I said, Adam, where do you think we fit? And you said back to me, Well, Alan, I'm a little nervous. And I said, Well, you you should be. We're at number 14. And uh, and and you you rightfully uh, kind of kind of laughed at that and said, well, that's interesting. And I said, well, it doesn't stop there. And 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 I said I said let's take an, another look at this. I said I said where do you think the top ten countries are to raise your children? And the top five are Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Finland, and Canada. And and let me give you a hint, all of our listeners, the United States is nowhere near the top ten. So I thought, boy, that's an interesting data point. And then I finished my, my kind of data points with the top 10 countries with the fastest internet speeds in the world. Check this one out. South Korea, Ireland, Hong Kong, Sweden, the Netherlands, Japan, Switzerland, Norway. You're not going to believe this one, folks. Latvia. Yes, Latvia and Finland. 
the United States is number 20. So then, of course, being a researcher, it, I, I immediately started to cross-reference the top 40 educational systems, the top 10 countries with the fastest internet speeds, and the top 10 countries to raise your, your children. And wow, the synergy uh, and, and, and all of it in, in all of those things just literally added more food uh, and fodder to the concept that technology in education is truly going to be uh, one of the driving factors, if not the driving factor. But And I say, if not the driving factor, it's actually not the driving factor. Uh, I'll get into that in a couple of minutes, but technology and education is certainly important. And these numbers um, uh, lend credence to that, uh, to that uh, allegation. Right, because this is sort of a topic that you've heard some back and forth about, and, and you just want to make the point that you know, it's not that technology has to be or necessarily is a distraction as such, but more of a, of a bolster. And, and it, even if there are situations where it becomes a distraction and it's ineffectual, uh, integrators need to do a better job, not only for the future of their clients and, you know, children in education, but for their own businesses' futures by selling technology and themselves in this light. Well, I've got a whole section in the presentation called Point Counterpoint, uh, and usually that's done in a political uh, sense, and, and, and maybe it's done in a political sense this way as well. Uh, having been a, a college, uh, college teacher for a number of years, but I've got a lot of friends who are uh, teaching uh, K through 12 and, and even in technical schools, and we've had this, this point counterpoint for the last decade. The point that some make is that technology in class is truly a, dist a distraction. It's disruptive. Uh, it takes the teacher off of their game plan. That's, that's the point. And then the counterpoint is that technology actually facilitates teaching and learning. And, and the truth of the matter is, I, I found some statistics and some data that totally supports um, the counterpoint. Uh, but, but I don't want to totally dismiss, Adam, I, I really don't. I don't want to dismiss the people who talk about technology in a classroom being distracting. Uh, I'm old enough to know, and, and anybody, frankly, who is uh, 50 or older, uh, if they're really being honest with themselves, they'll say the same thing, that, that technology um, is, is absolutely a natural for people who are in their 20s, their 30s, and even their 40s. It's just, we might even call it a slam dunk because people in that age group all grew up with technologies. People in my age group, uh, you know, uh, uh, 50, 60, 70, they did not grow up with technology. So people who are uh, of age advantage, let's be uh, let's be politically correct, uh, such as such as my era, uh, they might find technology as a distraction. They might find it 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 hard to embrace. Uh, I know that when I get a new software program, uh, it, if I don't use that software program quite often, then I'll find I have to go back and relearn how to use that software program. Same thing's true with a piece of hardware. And so from um, a, a commercial integration point of view, um, we have to understand, uh, you know, the, the audience that we're talking to. Uh, are we talking to uh, uh, people who are uh, uh, in a particular age category? How familiar are they with technologies? And we have to bring people along at their own rate. So I don't dismiss people who talk about it being distraction. But on the other hand, on the other hand, uh, I, I take a look at it and I'll say, yes, but the benefits far outweigh 
uh, the negatives uh, when we take a look at what technology can bring to the classroom. And so this has to be an evolution. And our job at, in the commercial integration industry is to make um, uh, educators comfortable uh, to, to teach uh, educators at different levels, at their levels, uh, so that they become comfortable. If it's whether it's a, a younger person who's grown up with technology or it's somebody who doesn't even know how to spell the word Facebook uh, or Google, uh, we have to deal with people. And, and the sooner we recognize that, the more effective we're going to be uh, at, at making technology uh, um, uh, interoperable in all of our educational environments and not just a, a, a few people who are who, who quote unquote get it. So, Alan, thank you so much. I, I know you're busy and I don't want to take up much more of your time. I, I guess I just have one more question for you then, if that's all right. You bet. Uh, so, you know, in, in the presentation that you're talking about here, you outline some emerging trends in education. About There are 16 of them, correct? Yes. Um, do you think you could just quickly highlight some, you know, I, I don't want to say the most important ones because I'm sure they're all of equal importance, but... Uh, you know, just highlight a couple that you think uh, is worthy of, you know, talking about in in congregation with what you just said. You bet. Uh, well, first of all, we, we have to get away from what we call speeds and feeds. We're all familiar with uh, we're all familiar with big data. We're all familiar, uh, which is obviously a trend. We're all familiar with the ability to collaborate uh, online. We're all familiar with uh, different apps being custom designed uh, and created for uh, educational opportunities, et cetera. But, but in addition to things like, well, we're gonna sell more projectors, we're gonna sell more flat panel displays, we're gonna sell more switchers, we're gonna sell more tablets, uh, all of those kind of things that, 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 that we just look at each other and go, duh. Well, certainly those are all going to be trends that are going to keep on, uh, keep on keeping on, if you will. But, but let's address this in a slightly different way. Let's address this in what technology can honestly bring and what research has shown that technology brings. And then let's figure out then what technology we can utilize to reach that goal. So we talk about technology making teacher teaching easier. Well, it is. Anytime you get above 15 students in a classroom, uh, it's like a hockey stick in terms of, of your learning levels go down. So technology can help make those larger classrooms of 20s and 30 uh, people in a classroom. It can make that easier. How so? Well, we can use tablets, we can use offline learning, etc. It encourages students to learn uh, and enjoy learning. Why do they enjoy it? Because they're using their cell phones, they're using their tablets, they're playing their video games. So we're, we're, we're literally working in an environment that encourages them to enjoy learning. It makes collaboration easy. Think about all of the uh, collaboration technologies that we sell. Again, we can go online. We can divide up into groups. We can have uh, mobile displays. We can have multiple displays in classroom classrooms. We can have multiple formats that we deal with. Those are all trends. Uh, it's going to allow the teacher to help track the student's pro progress in a more fundamental way. Can't think of anything better than that. So now the teacher is going to be able to spend more time face-to-face -face with their students and actually working with them rather than all of the paperwork that that goes on uh, in, uh, in the teaching environment. And, and Lord knows there's a lot that goes on. Uh, the, the, the big thing that we, kind of the umbrella statement and one that I, I bring out in the, in the seminar is that 
students don't all learn the same way or at the same speed. So think about how our technologies, the mobile technologies, the classroom technologies, the display technologies, the, the, the collaboration applications. Uh, think about how even the furniture, even the furniture in a room, how it's all laid out. Think about how these things are going to allow us to teach students the way they want to learn, the way they're used to learning, the way they enjoy learning. And if we can kind of wrap our arms around this, um, then, then we're going to be a success. And just think about how we make all that happen with our technologies. Um, I'll, I'll leave you with this thought. I, I came up with, with uh, I, I'm not good at math, as many of my friends will tell you, but I've got a math equation for you. So I'm going to give you the perfect equation, Adam. Take interpersonal skills, thoughtful educators, deliberate programs, and add to that technology, and that's going to equal success. And if we can do that over the next four or five years, we're not going to be at number 14 in educational systems. We are going to be in the top 10 of best places to raise your kids, and we are going to be in the top 10 in terms of internet speeds. If we make technology part of our lives at school the same way we make it part of our lives at home, that's an equation for success. Awesome, Alan. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. And we will talk to you soon. All right. Till then. Thank you for listening to My Tech Decisions podcast. Here at Tech Decisions, it's our mission to help you do your job better. If you'd like to learn more, head over to www.mytechdecisions.com or follow us on Twitter at MyTechDecisions. I'm your host, Jonathan Blackwood, Managing Editor of Tech Decisions, and you can find me at Blackwood Tweets. Thank you again for listening, and good luck with all of your installations and implementations.